the Dipped in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Don't you, you say a word to me about that motherfucking I mean, week. you know, just now that you know, just, you know, be mindful. I guess, you know, we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. Yeah. Welcome to the Dip in Butter program. Happy Friday. Another week at the top. The Tiffany welcome, top. Welcome, welcome. We're only halfway up the mountain. Uh, this is the number one. Gotta get mine in a big black truck and you can get yours in a 6 podcast on the internet, baby. Yep, we that. Welcome. Yep. Across from me. Across from me is my guy, the Oxford Lugs of podcasting, Forever Young 89 on Twitter and Instagram. Elmer motherfucking Young, the goddamn glue. What's going on with my nigga, man? Oh, you know, uh, same old regular degular shit. Um, I am not on Twitter under Forever Young 89. <laughs> um, I no, did. Just, just follow that. Right. Anyway. For sure. I did. I did have a Twitter. Um, no need to even give it an honorable mention because I went for whatever reason. I think I seen a link I, I shared through Facebook or something not too long ago and I clicked it and they took my, uh, Twitter away. But however, across from me is, uh, my guy and yours. That's cat. Okay. With two T's on the end of that thing. And you can catch him at catandcrunch.com where you can dip into the cereal shit or more importantly here every Friday on the Dipped and Butter program, wherever you listen to podcasts, because we are there. Uh, the designer for Mr. Stacy Adams, my nigga and yours, <laughs> we're popping. St- Stacy Adams, like the official, I got to get something for church real quick and I wouldn't really Facts. plan on going to church. Stacy going to get you clean out here. Stacy really like, <laughs> Stacy Adams really like administers and it really gives off a lot more effort than you actually apply. That's what I Facts. like about the Stacy Adams brand. Like, like, when you get there on Easter, people think you planned it out. But Stacey Adams is the three days in shorter notice. Oh, well, you can get it together, and Stacey is going to have you overmatched. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Overmatched. Overmatched. Why do I, think you, I don't know why I thought you had a Twitter. I just put that on you out here on the record. <laughs> follow my nigga on Twitter. <laughs> well, right, right. Go go follow Forever Young 89. Hopefully a nigga ain't uh, domain stealing out here. Dog, I'm just wrong. Speaking of wrong, fuck it. Let's just, at the tippity top, speaking fuck of wrong. It. I got to back up on something I said maybe a week or two ago on this very show. Um, I laughed, man. I laughed a little bit at the Travis Scott meal at McDonald's, man. Oh, I'm laughing. I got I got desperate for lunch one day this week, mm-hmm. man. I knew it. Now, first of all, let me say this. Going to McDonald's, and I, I always go inside when I'm getting it for lunch because I'm on the clock and shit, and they don't right, really like to right. see our government vehicles going through the drive through. Which is so weird. So you, you said that before. You park relatively weird, far, but whatever. and then you walk in. Yeah, so 
weird. Oh, it's weird, but you know, this this town is all about weird presentation. But anyway, I go in there and I'm like, I'm looking at the sandwich, Wes, and I'm like, well, what is this thing Travis Scott is selling us? <laughs> all right? And, and it's basically just a quarter pounder with bacon, and then it's got lettuce and ketchup and mustard on it. And then they give you a cup of barbecue sauce with your meal, even if you didn't buy no nuggets. And I'm like, well, shit, I like barbecue sauce. I like bacon and I like lettuce. Roll that shit, man. So I'm at the counter and I was not anticipating being embarrassed to ask for this meal. You look like a hype beast for real. Let me get to try it. There's, there's got to be some sort of psychology like, behind is it, fact to where, is it, Why is am it I just, embarrassed to say that? Is it just one meal? Like, is, is it just the Travis Scott meal or he got like a thing going on? It's not like a bunch of items. It's just oh, like man. you can ask for the Travis Scott meal, and it's basically a quarter pounder with Yikes. lettuce and bacon and oh, mustard man. and ketchup and onions and pickles and all of that. Like it's a dressed up quarter pounder, and I fuck with it. Like I would never have ordered this sandwich on the strength of Travis Scott's music. Let me say that first <laughs> and foremost. I only ordered it because I was like, well, I like all these things. Because so it looks really, really good. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be too good to order this sandwich. I'm telling myself this as I'm walking into the restaurant, fam. And then I get to the counter, and, and and the young lady asked me what I would like to order. And then I froze, like, uh, and you know, you gotta like, you gotta fake like you don't really know what you're talking right. about. Right. Like, uh, uh, let me fuck around and get that. I'm gonna fuck around. I'm gonna try that Travis. The Travis. Nigga acting like a foreigner. Like, nigga, you are from here. Like, there's got to be some psychology behind why I even felt slightly embarrassed to order a meal at McDonald's. I I can tell you partially. You know what it sounds like to me? What is it? It Sounds like you call Travis Big Bro. Oh, you know what? That is. It sounds like you called Travis Big Bro. Yeah, like I called this young nigga Big Bro. Uh, yeah, let me. Like he sunned me. Let me get the Big Bro, please. Yeah, <laughs> let me get that. Let me let me I hold like that down it. one time for the one and time you know mic. What? I started digging into myself low key when I like walked away with my bag happily and shit, and I was thinking like, well, why was that odd? And I think I figured out that it was because I live in New Mexico and I'm already like the far minority out here, right? Like it ain't a lot right. of niggas. Right. And I feel like anybody out here that orders that meal, most of them don't know who the fuck Travis Scott is. So they're just like, give me the bacon sandwich. They writing your so, ass down in a book. This nigga knows yeah, who Travis is. I felt like it was some nigga shit. Like I felt <laughs> like it was some nigga shit. Like I felt like if they had a watermelon shake, I couldn't order it. Because yeah, that would be hairy. Yeah, that would be. See what I'm saying? That would be hairy as shit. Like as a young nigga in New Mexico, that's hip hop. It was just like super fucking like stereotypical for me to go in there and order this meal. Yeah, fam. Like I I shouldn't be embarrassed about a sandwich. You shouldn't be embarrassed. But while we're on the subject of like wrong shit and like fast food, while we're in the uh, topic, I don't know if I shared it on here. I feel like I might have said something about it, but I was like. So gassed when I moved out here that they had a Whataburger out here. Have you ever had Whataburger? Have we talked about that? I had a, you know what? I just had it. Okay. Like two weeks ago, but we had it for breakfast. We haven't had. Okay. All right. So, um, the lunch menu. So I ain't even going to this. Let me share my story. All right. (laughs) I had, I was kind of clean about for sure. (laughs) Um, I had Whataburger probably like five years ago. 
when I was in Houston. I went to Houston, visit my best friend, just, you know, for whatever, for the weekend, turn up. You know what I'm saying? He happened to work at Whataburger at the time. So, like, after the club, we had went to Whataburger. You know, the inside was closed, but because he worked there, we was allowed to go in. We got piping hot food. That's hard. Like, That's hard. Some of the best food I ever ate in my now life. Now you got how Kanye feels inside of Gucci. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Having breakfast and shit. Lock them up, you know what I'm saying? So, like, left, left a great impression in my brain, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, when I moved out here and I found out they had Whataburgers, I was geeked. I was like, it's lit, you know what I'm saying? Down here in the area where we live at, they didn't particularly have one, though. So, they started building one, and I was like, oh, shit, it's lit. It's we about time. to get some motherfucking Whataburger. Like, it's going down, you feel me? So, they, they, they don't even know when they opened this shit. I think they opened it maybe a month, month and a half ago. But, you know, me and wifey was at the crib and she just happened to be like, babe, fuck it. Come on. Let's go down to Whataburger. We ain't had it. Let's try it. So we go to, um, we, we go to Whataburger. We go on the inside. Of course, you know, we masked up and whatever. We go in there. We look at the menu. So I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, when I went, when I was in Houston, I, I believe I, I know I had chicken. I don't know if I had a chicken sandwich or chicken tenders. I believe it was probably chicken tenders. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I had. That was my impression. But when I went this time, I really got the gander and at the menu, you know, really seeing what was on it. So she ordered a burger. I, I ordered a burger. Yeah, she ordered a burger. I ordered a burger. So, you know, we, we get our cups. We go get our drinks. We go to our seat. Um, they have fries at this thing? They do have fries at this thing. Did you get fries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got the whole meal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got, are they good? Just real quick. Are let the fries let me, in here? Let me, let me finish my story. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So we, we get our drinks. We sit down at the table. Um. I shit you not, maybe like three, three and a half minutes later, bitch brings a tray out with our food on it, fam. So me and her just kind of look at each other already like, the fuck? So, <laughs> so one, these is already like Mondo burgers. And let me like, these motherfuckers is huge, like in the wrapper on the on the tray. And I really wasn't expecting that. I didn't think they had no, even from that, like advertisements. And again, I never had no burger. I just wasn't before. anticipating like oh, man, uh, I wasn't anticipating a huge fucking burger, but all right, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm here testing shit out again. Like I expect it's gonna be good. It's a big burger. Fuck it. Like we just gonna we just gonna take this big motherfucker down. But the fact that they brought in three and a half minutes already let me know this is not the fresh. Fast, this right? is not the freshest burger that I'm about to get. That's and even fast. in retrospect, nigga, I never seen a stream of steam coming off of this tray of food at all, fam. Like, <laughs> not off the burger. No radi- yeah, no yeah, not off nothing. So she puts the tray down. You know what I'm saying? She asked me and my wife, "Do y'all want? Do y'all want a uh, ketchup or spicy ketchup that they have?" <laughs> what? Fam. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wait, did answer, was you able to answer that right away, or were you taking no, it back? no, no? Yeah, like spicy ketchup. Uh, yeah, hadn't heard of that. So you know, my wife likes spicy shit. I like spicy shit. Fuck it, we'll try it out. My wife was like, "Can I get some barbecue sauce?" And baby girl goes, "Oh, that's gonna be extra." So I'm like, "Hmm." So another thing ringing off in my head, like, damn, y'all just opened y'all niggas charging for sauce already. Like y'all supposed to be, y'all supposed to be making these first impressions. Yeah. Y'all supposed to be making these first impressions out the way. So she, as she was walking away from the table, I told my wife, I said, wait till I tell Chick-fil-A this shit. Like, <laughs> Chick-fil-A they is out here charging for motherfucking sauce. I said, babe, you could probably go stock up on like your ketchup for the year. I said, I wonder if you go and ask them for a box of barbecue sauce at Chick-fil-A. They'll probably just compromise with you. Like, well, can you get half now and come back next week and, and fam, get another and, half? And, and real quick, a little bit out the way, those the, the Heinz ketchup little cups that Chick-fil-A have are the best ketchup. Fact. I don't know why it tastes better out of those <laughs> things, but those little, said, like, when you can peel it back and dunk or you can tear it and pour, right. 
that's the best ketchup. Right. So um, to to move along in the story, you know, she she hits her with that. She walks away. She comes back with the with the spicy ketchup. She sets it on the table. So in the meantime, I heard doing that. I you know I unwraps my burger. Look at my burger. And this is probably the definition of slapping a burger together. G like when I moved the top bun off of this burger, it just it was literally just shit thrown on the sandwich now it wasn't yeah the the most major part of that issue was that it was shit that i asked him not to put on my burger oh, no. it was shit that i asked him not to put on my burger and the bacon that was supposed to be on my burger was not on my burger oh, you know what i'm saying so i was like all right cool on the ketchup but like my burger is wrong like it got shit on it i didn't ask for and like there's no bacon on the burger and baby girl just kind of stood it's there and looked at bar- me it's a whole nother sandwich yeah <laughs> but like baby girl just kind of she kind of just stood there and looked at me and i was like huh? i told my wife i said i was a second away from wrapping it back up and putting it in her hand like so take this <laughs> back to the back that's exactly what it would have sounded like you know what i'm saying so like she was like all right i'll you know i'll take it back to the back i'll tell him so she goes back to the back literally comes back less than a minute later fam with the burgers it is it's back wrapped up is in a bag now it's in a bag because they ch- for whatever you know i guess they're trying to be it's way too fast again bro so of course i unwrapped the burger now when i fucked around and took the burger off the first time i fucked around and like peeled a, a fingerprint off of the bun you know what i'm saying so like when i got to say I, when I, it was the same burger when it came it back fam yeah. it, was, it was the same the fucking burger, burger. Had a birthmark for and then they yeah and then they literally look like they rolled craps dice worth of bacon on my motherfucking sandwich g it was literally just slapped on my sandwich again so Without keeping this story too long-winded, fam, like, me and my wife literally probably ate less than half of our burgers and maybe 25 f- fries between the two of us, and we had to get the fuck up out of there. And, and I ain't never going, and I ain't never going, fam, I ain't never going, but it was that, it was so bad, fam, like, my wife had to leave feedback. Oh, yelped them. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely had to leave feedback. So know, I really like, like you said though that new restaurants shouldn't be like that. I've only had Damn. one experience like that where they had just opened the Popeyes or Hamilton over near Eastland Mall, <laughs> and it was the first week. It was the first week of the new Popeyes location. Popeyes, and I went there to get a family meal for the fam, trying to drop off some chicken at the crib, and the niggas was like. The, I, I pulled through and I, they didn't have certain sides already and they didn't have like white meat ready and I'm like nigga it's your first week now I understand it was really busy yeah I get that too nigga it's your grand opening I never man. understand the chicken place not having chicken fam like That's what what yeah what the fuck are y'all talking about and like like you say y'all only got four sides on the menu like and it's y'all grand opening like y'all was supposed to order extra like who didn't account for chicken in the area where the niggas be at. You know what I'm saying? Like that y'all not do, but I, I told my story y'all to say that um I, I gotta go back and uh probably do a transfusion of my gas. I gotta get new gas because apparently my gas is uh, a little tainted. I'm running off of eighty seven. I need to go back and get some ninety three because I gassed up Whataburger for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it was really faulty gas, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that gas sat for a little while. Um You feel like you gotta run back and retell everybody that you tell how cold it was. Like, oh, well, I, I, I'm glad I didn't tell many people. I'm gonna have to go back and tell my best friend, like, fam, like why you ain't really tell me that what a burger really wasn't Like and I I you know, I I left there, we left there saying we was gonna go back and give it a second shot, go back and try a chicken. I'm not even inclined to go back and try a chicken. 
I'm straight. See, you know what? It, this might be a part of my weaknesses, like as a man. Like mm-hmm. I might just be weak <laughs> as a man. But it takes a whole lot for me to leave a whole restaurant alone. Like I've been done dirty by some restaurant, and I might like we might go on a break for a while, but I always end up coming back. Yeah, like I I might be mentally weak, bro. I think I'm on a break from Burger King right now. I kind of wrote Burger King off a little while ago. I think I'm gonna go back. I just got to do better when I go to Burger King. Like Burger King is another establishment whose burgers are too big for me. Like it's too much burger fat. Too much burger for cheap, especially when I've been to what I consider the best burger, Five Guys. Like, Five Guys is consistently the best That's burger. You get. That's how you make a fucking burger. And they don't have that much meat on their double-stacked-ass burger that, you know what I'm saying, Burger King got, like, I'm straight. Random question. Uh, five Guys Burgers and Fries as a restaurant and an establishment. Uh-huh. Do they have bathrooms? Yes. You've used the Five Guys bathroom? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about it, and mm-hmm. I know I've been to most of them in malls. I'm trying so to think about it now. That, off. that doesn't qualify as a bathroom. They have one in Santa Fe out here. I've never been in the bathroom, and I've never seen anybody go in a bathroom there. I may have potentially used the restroom at a Five Guys, but I don't remember it. Like, if I did, I don't remember it. I could tell you my wife has because she always got to pee somewhere, but okay. I, Do I don't. Do you care about the condition that the bathrooms are in when you go to any, like, whether it be fast food, sit-down restaurant, any kind of food service place, like, yeah. if you happen to go to the bathroom and it's fucked up, do you, like, kind of rethink what you're eating there, or do you think about even canceling your order mm. and being out? So, I think, to keep it all the way 100, I think by the time you go into an establishment and, it, for me, usually, if I gotta use the bathroom, like, if I'm if I got to use the bathroom and I'm going in somewhere, I'm going into the bathroom first. But I've also already made up my mind that this is what I want. <laughs> right, I'm eating here. Yeah. You might get X off after. But Man, well, so I'm, it might, like, if the bathroom is disgusting, disgusting, then yeah, I might have to leave. But if it's a little off and it needs some attention, like, it's probably going to make me say something when I go up there, like, hey, that bathroom ain't it. But uh, let me get a number eight, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't now. Don't even. Play yeah. It. Oh hell no. <laughs> I'm even played it. Don't. Just, uh, uh-uh. just put it in the styrofoam. Got to get out of here. And I got a, I got a, uh, a double dip slash. What would you do for you, bro? Just right off the top. Okay. All right. Let's get it. Just right off the top, bro. So I was going through the news reports today. <laughs> and it's been an interesting week. Low key, yeah. It, this one right here is kind of light, so I want to do this kind of at the tippity top because okay. it kind of made me chuckle a little bit, right? Like, I'm okay. going through, like, the TMZs and the World Stars, and it's been light news on the TMZs, but one kind of made me chuckle, so I wrote it down. Like, there was reports on TMZ, right, that the homie Jason Momoa, you know, Aquaman, uh, Game of Thrones, yeah, 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 sexy yeah. flexy nigga. My, my, this is my wife's boo. Like, this is her, like, pass type nigga, right? <laughs> All Apparently, right. this nigga had like had a car problem on the side of the road and was like taking his shirt off to fix it and shit and IG and stuff. Like basically, he was putting up what what you call that shit? Uh, bait. Yeah, the he trap. He was hating on IG. He was thirst trapping. Thirst trapping on IG, right? <clears throat> I sound like an old man. I know it. Right, <laughs> bro. That's another conversation. He <laughs> right, he was thirst trapping on IG and videotaping himself, and this just kind of made me so I didn't even hate. Like I know most niggas would be like, "Look at this nigga, bro. What you taking shirt off for it? Uh, your, car back broke, your car ain't but that broke. It's not that broke. 
but I really kind of like, I fuck with dude, man. And like, dude is cool. So I was like, man, give a nigga a pass. He's getting his shit off, right? He's mm. Aquaman. Like, you don't work hard all year to be Aquaman, not to get your shit off on Instagram here. Right, so I wouldn't right, be mad right. at that. But it got me to thinking about a previous conversation we had had about how would your babe feel about you helping a chick on the side of the road? Okay, okay. And I know we lightly touched on would you be okay <laughs> with your babe helping a nigga on the side of the road, but we never factored in like sexy flexy on the side now, of the road. I know, this is, I know this is a reach, but if like Jason Momoa or just so happened to be Usher was on the side of the road or some shit like that, like if this was one of these niggas on the side of the road, like how are we feeling about like your wife is like literally talking to you on the phone on the drive back because it's a long drive and she just so happens to say, oh shit, babe, they look like they're in trouble. Hold on, I'm about to swerve over while I got you on the phone just in case this is dangerous. And then you like, you kind of hear the phone move away from her face and she screams because it's goddamn Aquaman on the side of the road. Like, what does that do for you? Uh, uh-uh. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know. First of all, whatever you feel is not going to be conveyed right away because the phone is away from her head. Phone is away. She's like, excited at who she sees on the side of the road. So first off, you got to wait a few seconds and yeah. hear her screaming out. Yeah, I don't know, fam. When she comes back to the phone, like I got, I got immediate questions. And like my first thing after she tell me what's going on is probably going to be, well, what the fuck is you going to do to help them niggas? Get your ass from around there. <laughs> That's goddamn Aquaman. What, yeah. what can you do to help them? Aquaman's on the side of the road with a shirt off, fixing his alternator. Like, what you gonna do? Like, right. If he don't got it, nobody does. Nobody can do it. You ain't finna but, help roll your ass on down the freeway. But let's intensify the situation. Now, I know this is reaching again, but my mind just kind of plays like this. What if, like, while she's got the phone down, you hear this nigga greet your chick on the phone. He's clear, like, this is the movie star nigga. And like you hear his voice drop a couple of octaves when he goes to talk to your babe on the phone. Like you, you, you just on the other end, just bear witness to this shit. Like now nah, this nigga that went into his baritone. <laughs> got fucking Barry White on the other end of the goddamn phone. Like, yeah, like you heard him be a little bit in tenor before he turned around, but then he see your wife. And now he's in baritone while he's talking to her and shit. Man. And now the phone is still by her thigh. She ain't uh, put you back to her ear yet. That bitch, like, are you gonna wig out? That bitch is about to hear the uh the FaceTime jingle or the Facebook video call tone. But ding but ding but ding but ding ding but ding but ding but ding but ding but ding. She don't even know that you done hung up and called back. I didn't see what the what you already know with the FaceTime call. If you got the iPhone, you ain't even got to hang up. You can just go right into that motherfucker. I'm coming straight into I'm coming hot time. Yeah. Since this is such a celebrity moment, why don't you go ahead and flip what? up? Include me, please. Put me on the put me in the picture in the FaceTime. I was there too. <laughs> so like are, are we like it, when it comes to celebrities, are you or you and your wife the type to be like, okay, this is a celebrity cut crush thing. It ain't gonna never happen. But we got like a mutual agreement to just be like, all right, if you fan out uh, if you ever get to meet this person or some shit like that, like you can kind of be like not on restrict. Not, I'm not gonna say not restriction, but like not under close supervision. If you happen to meet this person that you know is a known kind of crush situation, um, I can't think of none besides one off the top of my head. But that kind of goes for the both of us. That's Rihanna. I, see, I feel like at this point most couples got to take Rihanna off the table because I think Rihanna is everybody's. 
couple crush. Like, yeah, like I think Rihanna is just agree. You just gotta act right if Rihanna. Hey, if it's Rihanna, we both have agreed that anything goes. Like yeah. whoever she picks is just who she's getting. who she picks that <laughs> night. Like if she pointed at you or she pointed at me, you just kind of gotta look like, at the other one. And... If we, well, if Rihanna pointed at my wife and just my wife, and then like I feel like I'm coming too, but then she give me like the hand, like the Drake hand wave, and just points right. at my wife again, I'm literally going to close fist that pound my wife. You gotta throw and your hand. Like, I'm gonna go home. I'm just gonna shoot her a text. Like text me when y'all done. You gotta throw and your hand. Like, you got to throw your hands I'm like, lay my hand in my head and like, tell me all about it. Like, as soon as you take them first two steps and she hit you with the hand, like, nah, you got to throw your hands up and the thumbs up to let Rihanna know it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Nah, that's all right. That's Why all right. Rihanna got that kind of pass? <laughs> like, what has she done to deserve that? <laughs> she don't do shit but walk around. She ain't did nothing. She ain't did nothing. Can, can I share with you a moment of uh, frailty I've had in my life, bro? Okay. This was in my... 20s. So I feel like I can talk about this now without feeling too much shame because I am a firm believer in you live and you learn and you mm-hmm. grow and you have to bump your head a few times uh, to learn in this life. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, me and my wife in our 20s, we were big, big fans of Music Soul Child. I would call us slight fans now, but we were really big fans at the time. Actually, uh, my wife walked down the aisle to love okay. Music Soul Child. Our okay. song I put in quotes my song to say like, you know, the song that you dance to mm-hmm. at your reception, it becomes your song. And it's like right. what you play at your anniversary and stuff. Right. It's don't change by music. So child. So we were big music. So child fans, we had went to see music. So child in concert for what was probably the third time at this point. Like mm-hmm. we had seen them like three good times. And we was at like one of these small venue, little pop off things. And we was relatively close. And I remember being like, this is going to be dope. Like, we're close enough to where, like, if you see the nigga, he sees you back kind of thing. Right, right, right. So I was like, okay, this is going to be dope. And not a lot of niggas was there with their girls, which was weird to me because, like, this is like like soul music. I I felt like there should be, like, bald niggas with beards and then chicks with natural hairdos there together with niggas with, like, beads on their wrists. Like, I felt like it should have been that vibe, but it was just a bunch of girls, which I thought was really weird. Why do, bald looking niggas, around, like, why do bald niggas with beards like huge sunglasses? But that's another thing. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But look, I'm looking around, Wes, and it's not that many niggas there with that girl, so I'm already kind of feeling like, okay, this is weird. Like, we're not here to see Genuine. I didn't make a mistake, did I? Like, I'm in my mind, like, music so child ain't no sex symbol. Like, this nah. is so music, right? Like, I didn't fuck up there, right? Nah, you right. So I'm an extra tall nigga. I'm over six foot and I'm kind of looking around as a tall nigga sticking out in the crowd. Right. I'm a sore thumb because it's a bunch of chicks there. They're short. So I'm looking around like there really ain't no niggas in here, but fuck it. We here for us. This is our shit. We about to catch a vibe. Well, Music Soul Child was doing this thing and he was going off. He was, <laughs> he was going off. He was killing the set, guys. Music Soul Child was... I don't even know why that's funny right now. No, it's funny because you already hear the comedy. He was killing the set so bad, in fact, Wes, that this nigga had become a sweaty mess. <laughs> he had become a sweaty fucking mess. So he, like, takes his shirt off and then, like, takes his beater off. And then he does like the most of like he's about to throw it into the crowd. The girls go crazy, right? Now, before I tell the You have got to be thinking you are in a twilight zone, right? (laughs) Not not even yet. At this point, I'm not thinking yet, Wes. 
He's taking his shirt off. The girls are going crazy. <laughs> he's doing like the most, like he's about to throw it, but he ain't really genuine. Like he even kind of pump faked it. Like I ain't really that kind of nigga. Should I throw it? Do y'all want it though? And the bitches go crazy. So he throws it right into the middle of the crowd where I'm standing, Wes. And as a reaction, I grabbed it. No, 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 Wes, and I immediately no. handed it to my wife. No. <laughs> I handed it to my wife, like, boom. Like, as soon as it touched my hands, Wes, I realized, like, nope, I shouldn't be touching it. <laughs> nope, I shouldn't have caught it. <laughs> so I immediately, like, no. jumped my Now, she's extremely happy, right? Because she has music soul child sweaty beater. This is great. It didn't occur to me that this was a mistake until after I had all My nigga said on pure reflex, that boy thought he was in the stands at the Chicago Bulls game. He thought they were shooting t-shirts out. That on white Jesus, it was a reflex, bro. Like I didn't, I wasn't trying to touch this nigga's sweaty shirt. But it was reflex. Like I was tall, I caught the I, rebound. Like you don't that, think about a rebound. That you nigga catch a rebound. That nigga used you as a target. You should be mad at him. Man, I think he targeted me, bro. He targeted you, bro. But I handed it to her. Everything was all good. It seemed really docile in the moment. But I do remember after her having it, like she started moving closer and closer to the stage throughout the night. Like our vibe moment, and us like holding hand in hand and hip to hip. That, that went away. Became like. Her, she was a lot closer to the stage than I was. And then, like, it was one of them things where we had become so separated that once his set was over, she had to kind of turn around and look for me. Look for you. Goddamn. She got, <laughs> she was under that nigga spell. By this time, Wes, I was tight at the Livid. Music. That nigga was livid. That nigga <laughs> said, This is so not tight. genuine. Bro, I was so tight. It was one of those like I remember, like on the ride home, she was asking me, like, "Are you are, are you good? Did you have fun?" And I was just like, "Nah, yeah, I'm good." Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. It was all right. It was cool. <laughs> and like, I can't even be mad at her because it's my first of all. I caught the shit. Like that escalated the whole night. Like me catching the sweaty oh beater, giving it to it. Yeah, Plus, you should have that beater for a couple years too, man. But like, okay, what what if you you know apparently you was in perfect prime position to uh you know get get the t-shirt because you over six feet tall i'm telling you that nigga targeted you i swear to god but what if you had not caught it and let it drop next to you and she turned around and is in a full-blown like hungry hungry hippo dog fight with like three or four girls i think that's worse that gotta be worse right like if she's on her hands and knees you gotta figure out yeah, that's gotta be one. Yeah, so which end? Well, you know, which side of history do you want to be on in this argument? I like, want to be on this side of history because at least with this, I can blame me. Like she didn't catch the shirt, I caught the shirt. Yeah, I wish I could kind of plausible moment I just wish, catching that nigga's shirt like that. I wish yes, I could right? contact Music Soul Child's management and say, please tell me you have a photo of this nigga <laughs> catching the t-shirt. Like, please tell me, please. Uh, did I say t-shirt? You said t- wife beater t-shirt. It was a beater, bro. That makes it worse. Yeah, it was a beater. I mean, that it do make it worse. worse. I mean, either way, but like... I should have known that nigga was a weird nigga anyway because it wasn't white. Like, it was a colored beater. Like, who wears a colored beater? Yeah, like, colored beater. Like, definitely. So <laughs> where did you even buy that? Like, yeah, where'd you buy yeah, that? Oh, freaky ass nigga. Oh, freaky ass Philly nigga with a blue beater, bro. Never seen the blue hanes on the shelf where I buy my tees. 
Yeah, bro, you got to get white to a weird ass nigga, bro. But uh, moving on, I don't want to, uh, let's not dwell on that too long. Right. Bro, me and, uh, <laughs> also another weird, like, retroactive story. Uh, somehow, like, we was watching Mrs. Doubtfire recently. Okay, that's what's up. Like, that was a classic, right? Yeah, yeah, I fuck with Mrs. Doubtfire. That's my shit. I don't really have a segue into that. Like, we just happened to be, I think uh, my wife was, like, throwing on shit that we, like, when you got Disney Plus and you got kids, the kids just watch what they watch, right? Like, they got right. their three movies. They only want to watch their three movies. You try to hip them to some new shit. And then they get, like, real attitude Like, no, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Frozen right. again. Like, no, we're not fucking watching Frozen again. So it was one of those situations where I think my wife wanted to put on something new. I was doing Jane's hair. We was having family fucking uh, family time in the living room. So she threw on Mrs. Doubtfire. And first of all, for one, this is completely random information. But do you remember Mrs. Doubtfire, like, with any kind of, like, familiarity? Oh, I remember Mrs. Doubtfire in depth. I remember, like, as a kid, <clears throat> processing, uh, like, like Mrs. The dude that plays Mrs. Doubtfire, I forget the dude's name. I know Robin Williams, but I forget oh, who he was what? portraying. Oh yeah, the actual guy. Yeah. But anyway, remember his, his gay friend did makeup and costume, and he brother. was the one that did the fucking Doubtfire. Yeah, it was for him, right? And I remember stopping and thinking to myself, like, damn, like I remember this being out in the nineties, and me as a young dude. This was like my first time seeing somebody gay on film represented that wasn't the butt of every joke. Like right, he wasn't right. like the comedy relief, like, oh, he's a gay dude. That's crazy. It, like he was just a down ass nigga that was there for his friend and he just happened to like men. And I remember that sticking out in my mind at the time, watching Mrs. Doubtfire and being like, damn, that's pretty progressive. Like you kept waiting on the gay dude to do some hilarious gay shit, right? And it just never happened. Like, he just was a cool ass nigga that wanted to see his homies get his kids back. Like that's all that was. And I thought that was dope. But as I'm watching it and processing this and looking at it through 2020 lenses, mm-hmm. which we should never do, but you know, <laughs> if you take it too serious, don't do it. But I do it for fun. I started thinking to myself, like, you know, Robin Williams does a lot of impressions. That's kind of mm-hmm. his stick. That's kind of mm-hmm. that was his stick. Mm-hmm. And he was a legend for that. But Phil. Are we ever going to talk about how Robin Williams was slightly like annoying and a little bit like condescending when it came to like hip hop and black people? <laughs> like, do you remember when Robin Williams used to always do like his yo, 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 it's Robin Williams, yo, it's the kids on the good art, like on the hip hop uh-huh. tip, yo. Yeah. And he would like turn his hat to the back and shit. Like, why niggas never got mad about it? Um, I think we never got mad about it, especially now here uh, in 2020 in retrospect, because we don't have any footage, video, or audio of Robin Williams saying nigga. And Ooh, so you think he was one nigga away? I think he was one nigga away because, like you say, I, as soon as you said it, I instantly like saw. You remember him doing it, right? I instantly saw him in his goofy shit on his yo yo yo. No, he didn't just do it in Mrs. Doubtfire though. Wes, like he did right. that shit a lot. Like no, he did. as you're taking and thinking about it, every time you saw Robin Williams, he would do like his. Hippity hot yo 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 thuggy like impression thing with his hat to the back. I mean, and not to you know, not to you know, throw him no bail or anything like that. But you know, if that's his, if that's his, if that's how you know, 
if that's how he regurgitates his hip hop, like, you know, maybe the Beastie Boys was his thing because that mm-hmm. kinda, that's kind of how they gave it out a little bit, you know, with the with the, with the same way that he moved. That's his reference to rap. He don't know nothing about no Cool G and no fucking Big Daddy Kane. Like, now, let me be very clear while I'm bringing this up. <clears throat> I'm not calling for a retroactive dead in the ground Robin Williams cancellation. I am 100% against canceling after the fact. Like, uh, right. That, that's a conversation, a deeper, darker criminal link to have later on. <clears throat> I'm just going to say Bill Cosby real quick. But listen, I'm not really into super retroactively. I understand it's a case-by-case scenario. Mm-hmm. you got to be sensitive when you're dealing with victims and all of that. Sexual assault is different. I get it. But I'm not into retroactively canceling people. How do you feel about Twitter, the internet, people, society, hip-hop, whoever, retroactively canceling now, anybody? When you say retro, like, and I, you know, I, th- I guess the, 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 Example that I'm thinking of might not be appropriate, so I want to clarify. When you say retroactively, like somebody, you know, I don't want to say living right in 2020, but maybe say something fucked up in 2000 that somebody digs up and then people trying to cancel them from there. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever examples you want to use. Like, because I <laughs> I do understand that this is not like a one size fits all thing. Like, you could be like, I'm not with retroactively canceling, but if a motherfucker raped somebody five whole years ago and they just been laying low until now, then yeah, get that nigga the fuck out of here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely case by case basis, especially if you like committing some crazy type of crime like that, then hell yeah, like I don't give a fuck how far that 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 is retroactive. Um right, twenty years ago, like yeah, all in that the, shit. In the case that I don't care, um, you know, when they tried to take down Michael Jackson not too long ago, you know, with the with the extra shit that came out. I don't give a fuck. Right yeah, ain't nothing that you about to do to Mike. You know what I'm saying? Like he gone. Like Mike shit is solidified. Like we know what type of trouble Mike got in. Like at this, you know, at this point, it just kind of is not is what it is. I don't want to say it like that when it comes to that. But like Mike is who Mike is. Like and to go through the lengths that they went through to try and you know get everybody on the cancel Mike train and they failed is like well that's fucking stupid because as you can see, people just want to kind of leave that shit where it's at. Um but, you know, when it comes to, you know, the retroactive canceling, I guess it's really all about change behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 you caught me because it, I mean, like you make a valid point, you know, if, if somebody were to go back and dig up the fucking, you know, online radio show that I was doing 10 fucking years ago, like I'm telling, telling, telling what I said on that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you could call me on it if I said the shit, but like. It's 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was 20. If they was, if like, they was recording me on Xbox Live when Halo 2 came out, yeah. oh, y'all have me out of here, Like, it, it, it was 10 years ago. Like, you should expect change behavior. You know what I'm saying? But again, you know what I'm saying? If this was 10 years ago and I'm running about, around being a rapist bandit, you know what I'm saying? Then hell nah. Like, you still got to, you still got to, you know, yeah what the fuck but like if i said some you know like i say because we come from a different time like we've talked about on this podcast as far as you know niggas used to walk up and put the wood right on 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 the babes you know to try and get the get the dance initiation started and it's like man they will have you out of here for that i'm not doing that 10 years later you can't do it 10 years later you look crazy you know what i'm saying so it's like you have to you have to evolve with, with with the time. So I I get it, you know, in certain circumstances, but you know, for for the most part, and especially you know, it's I think it's dumb when people try and you know take um 
when they take time to go back and find shit from your past, i.e. and not even to get to it a whole lot, the whole smear campaign going on with Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was silly when they posted the clip about, you know, Joe and Baisley and the dog. Like, fam, they went back. They went back fam. in the moment already. It was, it was already a joke. It was already in the joke. But fam, the, the part that made me crack up was that they went back 100 episodes. Like, Joe had said, he said much wilder shit in the last 100 episodes than the dog shit like and then especially the video that i saw had like a split screen of some babe that i don't even know how she's tied to joe so y'all already using it as clickbait to get people there and then y'all talk about some wild shit like somebody really spent their time to go through and try and find this goofy shit and it's like that is dead see that's the part of it that that gets me all turned off because at times it's not all the time excuse me but at times it feels very much like a witch hunt like motherfuckers is just sitting back thinking like I wonder who I can get. Like almost like they're starting a meme up and they just want to see how far the meme can go. Right. It kind of feels like that at times. Like, okay, so going into the next subject, like, and this is related, mm-hmm. did you see Jimmy Fallon? And Jimmy Fallon had to like go on the internet and publicly apologize. Ooh. Like Jimmy Fallon is fucking stressed out. Like you could see on his face during this apology that he is stressed out can't sleep at night and fucking terrified that he might be next on the cancellation block. No, you you want to know why? I'm glad you asked. Yes. Jimmy Fallon 20 years ago did a skit on, I think it was Saturday night live doing a Chris rock impersonation, Mm -hmm. but he was in full black. So black face, black hands, black, everything, little Afro, everything. And he was doing this Chris rock impression. Now here's where things get, Yikes. Dicey. I'm not going to call it dicey, but here's where things get a little like not so black and white. Well, Chris Rock comes out and says himself like, that ain't who Jimmy Fallon is. I never took offense to that skit when it happened, and I don't feel like he needs to apologize for that. Like, there's a difference. This is what he was saying. Like, there was a difference between blackface trying to insult black people and Jimmy Fallon going above and beyond in the makeup department trying to be me, not black people, me. Now, Chris Rock got a right to his opinion on that. And I also feel like people got a right to be mad. Now, Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris Rock, same comedian that let, who was that? Was that John Stewart or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He let John Stewart say nigga. So, all right, Chris Rock. We know, we know Chris Rock gets down. You got, down you got, like you got some coins in the bottom of the vase right now. Right. Now, okay, so I'm a little split on this, and I want to hear your opinion when it comes to this particular situation. I'm a little bit split because. On one hand, I feel like it's kind of bullshit because I don't feel like in the skit, Jimmy Fallon's intentions was to disrespect Chris Rock and or black people. Let me just say that right away. I don't think that was his intentions. And I understand Chris Rock coming to the aid of somebody that he knows personally and saying, hey, man, I know this looks gross. And he knows it looks gross. You know what I'm saying? I think that's also very important to say, like, Jimmy Fallon is fucking terrified at how this looks mm-hmm. because obviously 20 years ago was a different time. Nobody looked at this like this. <clears throat> well, at the same time, you can feel like that. Jimmy can feel like that. Chris can feel like that. But there is a little bit of undertone of the whole situation to where the reason why this skit got greenlighted and okayed and put on air is because black people in general aren't respected the way they should be. Well, and I guess that's the question that comes to my brain just now. Was Chris Rock supposed to be a part of that taping of SNL? 
I don't know if he was there or not. That I don't. Know. I mean, whether whether he was, you know, but I mean, well, I, I mean, it does make a difference because I'm asking. But like, if, you know, if he was supposed to be a part of the show and that was that type I of think thing, it's different if he was mm-hmm. there on the cast. Well, yeah. Or if he was not there, I do think that makes a difference. I, I definitely think that it makes a difference. If it's not there, it looks crazy to me. Um, you know what I'm saying? And while I'm with you, I don't think that um, I don't think he did it. You know, to 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 be funny. Um, or I don't think he did it with any type of undertone because it, it just made me think about two different situations. Because you can, I don't want to necessarily call them racist, but you know, you can be a um, what, what's my my man? You can be get her done. I don't think that's Larry the Cable Guy, but you can <laughs> you can, you can be get her done. You know what I'm saying? And you know, be funny with it and tell jokes that are rooted in truth, but you know, from your perspective, or you can be Kramer. You know right. what I'm saying? And you know, and that, and that's the difference, especially when it comes to comedy. So, like I say, while I think we know, you know, J- Jimmy Fallon's heart, you know, b- because of you know his changed behavior, you know, has he done anything like that, you know, since then? And right. you know, I guess that's my thing. Look at how far he does they- come across. He does come across to me as somebody that's in tune and can read the room. Well, you yeah, and you know how you know. Look at how far y'all had to go back, and then you know he kind of gets you know a check in the box because he got the roots on the show. So you know, it's you know we kind of. We got we got to look at him and it's like nigga what we got J- Jimmy Fallon gets a nigga he what is, he is getting niggas jobs out here and it sounds like I'm being comical but that I th- I agree with you like that plays a part in all of this like the final yeah. equation has to to me it has to involve all of this like you can't just be like oh I see what you did nigga get him out of here like I just feel like you got to put everything in the pot before everything got to go on the table. But it, like mm-hmm. I said, it speaks to what I say. Like it's, it's all about change behavior. Like Jimmy Fallon been doing his late night show for a long time. Like I don't, I don't. Been supporting niggas like bro. Yeah, I mean, but not and, one, bro, supporting like, niggas and niggas have been supporting him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of it's kind of a look for the culture. Like are you going on Fallon tonight? Like niggas will tune in, or you know, some of niggas' best performances come from Fallon. Like. Like, do you think it could be a situation where hip hop could just say hip hop? I'm not saying all of America, but hip hop could say, well, we know Jimmy's heart and we know he might have made a mistake. It might have just been a little bit. I wouldn't even say tone deaf because tone deaf sounds like I know this is a bad idea, but I ain't hearing it because it's funny. As opposed to like he probably was just completely ignorant to how that was going to come across. See, right. And that's why I said like there's a, um, you know, there's kind of a layer of you kind of got to take the worldly bullshit out of comedy to an extent. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't blatantly disrespect somebody or their people or their culture, but like you can make the joke. That's why, you know, the, the rice joke is funny. You know what I'm saying? I, and I can call it a rice joke and you know exactly what I'm talking about or, you know, I can, I can say silly shit like that and it's, it's offensive, but like you can understand it. You know what I'm saying? Or the chicken joke or the water, like you say, the water, I can't order the watermelon shake. Like I knew what you meant without having to say it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like I said, with, with comedy, you got to take kind of that layer of you, you can't come in here in your feelings, fam. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like, it's almost like how they say when you take these crazy drugs, like mushrooms and shit, like you need to be in a good mood when you walk up in this auditorium. <laughs> if you're going to come mm-hmm. in here and burn your bra, you can stay the fuck from around here. For sure. For sure. And, uh, Stand on the cancel culture thing, man, because we got a lot of that this week, bro. Uh, we we got we got to retalk about the cuties movie on Netflix, man. Got to double down on this one. We got to we got to retalk about that because uh, we hit that early, bro. Pat on the back yeah. for us. I think all was on that super early, <laughs> right? I'm high five. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> so 
If y'all didn't hear the episode where we talked about cuties, uh, you'll need to go back for one. And for two, we'll give you a quick recap, but not too much because you need to go back. Mm-hmm. But the movie on Netflix, Cuties, involves a bunch of minors, 11 and 12-year-old preteens twerking and acting grown and shit, and that's as much recap as you're going to get. But okay. there became, like, as the internet picked it up and social media picked it up, and obviously y'all listen to our podcast, so y'all learned it from us. But people started to pick it up and the shit storm started rolling in and uh, canceled Netflix became a hashtag. Uh, I think there was a day or two where it was like the number one trending canceled Netflix for uh, housing the movie and supporting it. And uh, they really trying to get the movie out of here and Netflix out of here for, I guess, uh, even providing this kind of nastiness on film. Right. Don't worry, you being the platform. Yeah, I, I, I feel a way about this though, Wes. Like, now I couldn't even watch the movie <clears throat> for podcast research purposes. Like, I thought about it like, damn, should I watch this so I could really deep dive oh, on this subject? I said, but then I just read the synopsis again and I was like, yeah. nah, I know enough. So, <laughs> like, let me, let me say this. I didn't even, you know, I know we talked about it here. Uh, I didn't know when this movie was coming out. So I haven't like scrolled Netflix and seen it on Netflix and was like, or matter of fact, I think I have. And I was like, I can't believe this shit actually came out. But of course I never like stopped. I wasn't about to look or none of that shit. So then, um, of course I, I, um, I scrolled across the link that I sent to you earlier and, you know, I listened to talk about it and lit like in the first, in the first probably 30 seconds when he started talking about it before he showed any clip of this movie, I was like, I'm going to try and turn this movie on for the first 10 minutes just to get a feel for what, for pod research so we can come in here and talk about it since all the shit was going down after we initially talked about it. And once he started showing clips, once he showed like the opening scene or, you know, the, the girl with the girl in the laundry room shit, my mouth, I had, I had, my wife was behind me working with her head. So I had to, babe, uh, uh-uh, look at this. Like, babe, this is shit. Like, <laughs> They really put this out, like, and I literally watched that whole 10, 12 minute clip with my mouth open, and I was like, there's no way I can turn this fucking movie on. Like, yeah. I don't even want that in my history. Like, I don't even, I don't, want to, right. I don't want you suggesting more movies like this. Uh, the clips that he showed throughout his 12 minute video, I, like, there's, you you can't tell me, no, you can't tell me I wasn't right from the way that I thought about, about not see, and they were practicing in worse conditions. They weren't even in the middle of the mall. Like, See, fam, I, I watched a different review of the movie just to get some research. Yeah, yeah, I, was like, I know I can't watch the movie. I watched some YouTube videos of people talking about the movie. And dude that I watched, he refused to even show any footage. He was like, look, man, YouTube's not about to demonetize me. I'm just going to tell you what happens, and we'll talk about it because I'm not showing it here. But, like, okay, so here's why I'm a little conflicted, right? I never want to watch the movie. Not I don't ever. really need the movie to exist. But I don't want to cancel Netflix for housing the movie. No. Now, is that wrong? Do you think Netflix should be out of here? Do you think they should be punished in any way for housing the movie? I I definitely think, um, you know, I mean, it's just like being an adult. Sometimes you got to admit when you fucking wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think Netflix needs to be canceled. Um, I definitely think Netflix needs to admit that they probably made a fucking bad uh <laughs> error in judgment you know what i'm saying and they're gonna be a little bit more proactive about shit like that and you know i'm I, 
maybe Netflix is not, and this is getting into a deeper conversation because it creates an avenue for other people who take issue with things that go on in movies to have a fight. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I struggle with, I struggle with even like punishing Netflix in Netflix in any way, or even telling the director you need to take this down and stop. I mean, because like it, it, it's nasty. I never want to see it. Right. But it is somebody's art question mark. And like when we get to a point where we're like criminalizing art and censoring art and freedom of well. expression. We start playing with, you know what I mean? It's a slippery slope. In in the reviews that you read, did you happen to get any like synopsis of what the movie was, like how the storyline mm-hmm. went, with the message of the movie? What 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 is that? Because maybe you, because I'm not even like I say, I, I watched that one review. Oh, I probably, I, I'm not watching the movie. I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to get this for myself. So I want to ask. I, I regret to inform you that it's everything you think it is. Uh, it is about a protagonist young lady that has a group of friends. They run around in a bunch of scenes doing a bunch of grown ass shit. Some things they show, some things they just imply. And then they uh, they learn how to turn their nastiness into a sport, question mark, with the official twerk team. And then they do the twerk competition. I'm not here to tell you whether they win or lose because nobody focused on that part. And then by the end of the movie, the protagonist learns that maybe I'm living a little too grown and maybe I need to go back home and be a little girl. Now, okay, fine. You might have like a message at the end, but it's too little too late after all of that. Like it's, do you remember the movie kids from the nineties? Yeah. I've never like, it's been such a long time since I've actually okay, laid so Kids was just this awful. Like kids had little kids fucking and shit, pulling their dicks out and AIDS and doing drugs and fuck parties and trans and all kind of nasty shit. And I remember when kids came out, it was a big deal as well. Like maybe not as to extreme as this movie because we're living in an internet age. Everything's more sensitive. We have a way to voice our opinions about every little thing. We have a Twitter. We got social media. But back then, I remember. Even if you had the cassette tape up or the cassette, the VHS of kids, like it was like, oh shit, you got that movie? I heard about that. You know what okay. I'm saying? It was one of them things. So kids was wild as fuck. But years and years and years down the road, it kind of became one of those films where once the nasty taste got out of your mouth, you kind of was able to look past that and see the art and what they were trying to show. Now, I'm not saying cuties is this because I don't think it is. But it's an overall statement of like being careful how we police art. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, cuties is bad and it's bad for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's bad and bad for you. So nobody needs to see it, but I do feel a way about us trying to regulate whether it should be around because I, I get the point in saying, well, this is pedophile fuel, right? Like that's the biggest problem that everybody is seeing in this film that there's pedophiles somewhere that finally have something they can watch right there on Netflix to fucking satisfy their sick ass urges. But pedophilia is something that is not like, it's not Netflix's responsibility to govern and it's not going to go away if we take this movie away right. either. So, but you know, and I, I, to me, I think it goes back with a, you know, uh, you know, you got to, you know, uh, shout out to TV land and times change. You know, you kind of got kind of, 
kind of got to get with the times. So I kind of want to pose the question, you know, and I heard everything that you say, but would Netflix also pick up, promote, and put on a platform a movie called Cop Killer, where there's a group of people who link up and go around and murder police? Okay. Okay. Do, do I think they would, or this is a question that Netflix would need to answer, right? Like, if you're going to support all but, art forms, you need to support all art forms. Yeah, it's a, it's just a movie. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I, I don't know this to be a part of any little girl's life. And of course, you know, I'm not fishing and shit, but I got little girls and I, I got sisters and I've never heard of no shit like this. You know what I'm saying? So th- uh, if this is art, let it be art because somebody somebody's real feelings could artfully create a movie about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll, we'll, again, would y'all do the same thing? Would y'all allow that to be trending number one in the country? Or, you know, would you sweep that shit under the rug? Because that's how people really feeling out here. You know what I'm saying? So if people started picking that shit up and, you know, supporting that and celebrating that, like, where 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 we at with it? So, and I, you know, like you said, that's definitely a question for Netflix. You know what I'm saying? But I'm almost positive I know the answer. <laughs> you think you know where they're at? But I don't know though. Like that, Netflix could fool you because you know they gave you the whole uh, black category lately. So they, <laughs> you know, I they mean, know black. I mean, they did. Matter. They did. And shout out to them. I won't. You know, I won't heavy side like that. How do you feel about that? Just real quick. Like, did you feel like it was pandering, or you, even if it is pandering, you like hey, at least they did it. Um, do I feel like it's pandering? I don't know. I felt like it was quick. It was very quick. <laughs> like, dude, I must have already had Moesha rung up at the register. I, I, like, I feel like it was quick, and it's funny. They just keep adding shit right in there. Like, hey, we added new movies into the, you know, we added yeah, new movies into the platform. But we're adding should be bloody hell. Like, hey, you kind of under their strong black lead category in, like, I kinda, love New York. Like, this is what? It kind of looks weird that Minister Society is on there, but whatever. I'll, but yeah. then, not, not, let me not even say this because... Netflix is putting some of our favorite shit like that on Netflix. It's not the real movies that we know and love from the culture. Like it's it's like the edited TV versions. You know, honestly, oh, ministers edited TV because we watched Set It Off the other night, G. And there's they, you know, the scene. You probably you probably have seen the scene. There's a scene after Tariq gets killed where they all sit in her apartment and Jada is crying like hysterically, and it's some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And it's in the Netflix version of Set It Off. And like, as soon as it came on, I was like, this this scene is not in the real movie. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Yeah, this scene is not. No, I know what it is because I've seen it because I think it was on like the tape or the DVD back in the day, you know, when it first dropped, when it had the extended scenes and shit like that. Yeah, you can watch the. No, this is not even the director's cut. This is just <laughs> the extended cut. This is the deleted scenes that, you know what I'm saying, or scenes that is in some version, but like not in the version that the culture loves. Like, and I'm telling you, if you've seen the scene, dog, you would cock your head to the side and be like, what is this? Like, he did not approve this at all. Fam. Uh, so, jumping off of this crazy shit for a minute, man, I was doing some more uh, crazy-ass cat thinking, man, and I wrote this down to share with you, and I don't know if you have anything to share on this. This can be a quick one, but I don't even remember how this occurred to me, but it did, so I wrote it down, right? All right. So, do you know any, like, homies or niggas that, like, know multiple languages at all? I can speak different languages to any capacity. I mean, we know Louise. Okay. All right. So that's fair. So it got me, it got me to think, I'm just going to give you what I wrote down and then you can tell me if it makes you think anyway. 
Okay. So, like, if you come across a nigga that can speak fluent Chinese or Japanese, like, to me, I'm just going to speak for me. I won't speak for you. To me, that rings off as like, huh, that nigga's pretty interesting. He must have went to college or, you know what I mean? Like, he must be a smart nigga. He knows Japanese or Chinese, right? Okay. Okay. You come across a nigga that is bilingual in Spanish, you're like, oh, well, bro must be well-traveled. You know what I mean? He must get around a little bit. Probably got a little bit of juice to him. Like, that's dope. This nigga knows Spanish. Wow. Okay. Are you following me so far? I'm trying to. If a nigga knows French fluently. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you would not sound like a creep. <laughs> like, any nigga that, that can speak French, I always feel like anybody that took time in America to learn French is some sort of creepy, don't look at their search history, nasty nigga. Like, am I bugging? It's something with the French language, man. It's a lot of Z's in that motherfucker, man. I think, <laughs> I think when a nigga hit you with a lot of Z's right into some L's, you'd be like, man, what is you saying? Voulez-vous vous chier? Like, what the fuck is you talking about? It always about? seems to be like this nigga just learned the language because he thought it would get him, like, bitches or something. Like, like if he... If he learned this language, then he could talk to like some sort of random white women, and it would just work. And it just yeah, never did. Like, if you know French, you definitely got to like have like a damn resume or an application to give to people as to why you know French. Like, nigga, did you live over there? Like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so just follow me real quick. So, if a nigga knows French, he definitely has a lot of razor bumps like under their chin. Yikes. And then they have like a really old like perm with their hair kind of slicked back. And then they wear like dirty Elise's tennis shoes with a trench coat, right? Cuz is liable to shave all of his facial hair. So yeah, I'm following. They, they, no, they definitely shave one of their French. If you know French, you don't have a beard. No, no, no. <laughs> if French is your second language, then you don't have a beard for sure. The only baguettes you know are bread. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. So I just, I just, I had to mention that real quick because, like, that bothers me. Like, if I met a nigga right now and he was like, "Yeah, you know, what I'm saying I'm fluent in French," and he's from America, like, it's nothing wrong with being a nigga from France. I mean, like, from, like if you grew up in like Cincinnati and you just happen to have studied French for five years and you just learned it and they're fluent in it, you're nasty to me. I mean, like, if you still know it at this point, I think it's kind of nasty. Like, you really study, like, you really, I mean, and I, I hate to say it like that, but you really, you, that shit, you really took, right, you really took that shit serious when you was in middle school and high school? Because, fam, I took French in middle school and, like, two years in high school, and I can't speak a sentence of that shit. You gotta have a nasty mouth, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that, that is some real life creep shit. I do have a, 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 a creep themed what would you do, though? Okay, let's do it. All right, so I saw this post and I've been hanging on to this for a while. And I'm glad I, matter of fact, I screenshot it and forgot about it and had to find it again one day to scroll. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is kind of fire. And I would like to know what my nigga thinks about this. Uh-huh. So there is a girl um, that likes your homie, right? It's your nigga, it's your partner. Or this is like, let's, let's, let's say Dev, you know, fuck it. Okay, close homie. Let's. And I, ooh, I, ooh, to see, I don't even want to put real, but I just put Dev in there like that. This is you and Dev because I was gonna go. Yeah, hypoth- this is yeah, this is you and Dev. No, this could be you and Dev. And hypothetically, y'all ain't married. You know what I'm okay. saying? 
but hypothetically, you know, y'all are, you know, y'all got y'all circle of friends or, you know, whatever y'all hang out at y'all's cheers, whatever the case may be. And there is a girl that your homie likes, but she likes you. Oh. oh. What would you do? Okay. So, <laughs> so I guess the, the first, the first order of business is deciding whether or not I'm talk to the homie about this, which is yes. Like to me, especially at our ages, like would you being grown, it, the answer gotta be yes. Right. Because yeah, if this it. is the homie, if this is a casual acquaintance or just a nigga that be around the circle, fuck him. Like, you know, I don't owe that nigga explanation at all. But if this is like dude shit and this is like the homie, the homie, then absolutely, I feel like we have to have a conversation. I got to let him know, like, first of all, you know what? I think even that it's part of my responsibility to keep him from making himself look like a fool. But, like, what if it's already too late? Like, what if he out here on his Steve Urkel? I got to and- stop it. It's my responsibility to stop him from tripping over himself. Like, if I if if he's still, like, trying to get action and I know she's giving me the rhythm and she's not paying him attention and he's not picking it up, it's on me. Like I gotta pause him and bring him to the side. Like, fam. What do you What do you think that does to the relationship, though? Me and him? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping he's not looking at me like I'm just hating and I'm making it up. <laughs> like, but this is why it's important to to do this because I'm gonna learn something here one way or another, right? Like, if I pull my guy to the side and I'm trying to let him know, like, hey, man, you kind of looking crazy out here, baby girl is really like giving me the rhythm. I know you like her. But she's like, that's not what's actually like, happening right I mean, now. Now, if you look at me crazy, like I'm just hating, or if I'm see, doing him wrong in some sort of way, then I learned something about my nigga. Right see, you putting it in an instant moment, which I can understand that too. But I'm putting this maybe like over a over span. Time? I'm putting oh, this- that makes it worse. <laughs> because I mean, and not even what if you, what if it's one of these situations where you know I've seen the chicks talk about some, you know, girl, wait till you meet all of the friends before you make your choice, like so. <laughs> What if it's even that's a real yeah? So what if it's one of those situations where he, you know, not even you know, he tell this chick pull up to the function because niggas is jumping on the grill that day, and you know he she was his invite, but after she got there, she she changed the flavor of the Kool Aid all the way. Now, first, let me say I hope women are being responsible in these cookout moments and saying wait till everybody get here before you start. You know what I'm saying? Pairing off. Like, I hope everybody is smart enough in these single streets to know that if you're in this situation, you need to wait until everybody fall through before you start picking. Right. Uh, I'm trying to say, figure out how to say this in the most respectful way possible. Well, fuck it. Like, this is my wife. We're married, and I love her. Right. She tells me with some regularity that she is so glad she got the right cousin. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, this ain't a diss to my cousins. I love them to death. She loves them to death, death but she knows who she is know soulmates yourself. with. You know what I'm saying? Like, And she loves my cousins to death, but she knows they're crazy. We know that they know they're crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it just kind of tickles her a lot because we all went to the same school. So she saw them all around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All my people she would see around. She just didn't know they was my people. She didn't, they didn't know that we was all so tightly knit because when we would go to school, we would kind of go our separate ways and deal with our separate circles. So even to this day, I think I've said it here before, like a lot of motherfuckers don't even know my older brother is my older brother because we would just kind of disperse that way. You know what I'm saying? So 
Like she would see these people all around and you know, like when you got a fly circle, niggas is fly. So a lot of my relatives and family members was fly long before I was fly. Right, right. And they would be the 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 crush of a lot of girls at the school. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure my wife might have seen a couple of the homies or the relatives or something like that and thought they was cute, but she didn't jump on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just right, like, right. I'm sure she's glad she didn't as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it, it, that's a weird one of them things. But like you were saying, getting back to the what would you do, if this was going on over time, and like say they we all kind of just met at the cookout, but we've been kind of like circles been mingling throughout time and like what if it's one of those things like she lead a function and y'all really start like commingling, you might even go out with the baby, you might even smash it within the week or whatever the case may be, but then you hear your man's a week later talk about some man, I'm trying to take shorty to the ju- like oh. you've got like I, I still think that it's my responsibility to look out for the homie. Like whoever is chosen has to look out for the homie. Like it's your responsibility to make sure that they don't trip and fall over themselves. Like because I like I get it. Like you can have your eyes set on the babe and get complete tunnel vision. Right. You know what I'm saying? You might not be able to read the room efficiently and effectively because you have tunnel vision. Like I made my mind up. I want her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a yeah. thing. Yeah. So it, it's up to me to kind of snatch you out of that universe and be like, fam, come here. <laughs> come here. And we need to talk. Like, we fam, gotta, I need yeah, to wake gotta, you up. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's on me, though. I think, you know, I think. No, I think if that's your real nigga, I think that's the way to go. Because it makes me think about, um, you know, back in the day when, you know, me and one of my partners used to, I don't want to say trade, but, you know, shit. I I mean, not even, you know, this is before niggas was active. We ain't never did no crazy shit like that. But, like, you date a babe for a little while, you done? Like, I do kind of think she cute. Like, you know, I got the green light. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I've you know, I've done shit like that. Have Um, you ever been traded off? Look, yeah. look, now we get into the real questions. Have you ever been passed off from one chick to the chick's homie? It don't gotta be sexually, just in any fashion. Have you ever Damn. been passed off? I don't even know now. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been passed off. I think I've always been right on target wherever I'm going and did whatever yeah. I was gonna do. You know what I'm saying? I, that happened to me in middle school. Uh, I don't know if that counts, but it just kind of made me laugh. It all like thinking back on it, it kind of makes me laugh. Like, yeah, like I said, two we chicks were... was friends. I was messing with the one chick. It ran its course. Nobody was mad at him. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of ran its course, and then she like passed me off to her best friend. I mean, I I had a few uh, two girlfriend situations where like they knew, like my dad they probably both knew each other. Yeah, my like dad they knew about each other. My dad probably still got the letter. Them, them wrote, they wrote me a letter together. Said we want to go with you. Like we want stop, you. To- stop for a second. Stop for a second. Real quick on the record, I just want to shout Wes's pops out, man. You a real one, bro. Like I know what that means. <laughs> like you said that in passing, but I'm not gonna let you pass, bro. Like your dad kept that letter because he was proud that his son was out here. <laughs> My dad. Yeah. Let me. If that's me. I'll keep that letter too, bro. Like he was proud as hell of you, man. Yeah, let me let me set it up this way. My dad got like books for all of his kids that he kept. Like they they from you know through all your school years. So they got like school pictures and all types of shit in there. So this nigga probably still got like old teeth of mine that fell out, report cards, 
all types of shit, but he definitely kept that shit. I'm gonna have to go jack him and see if it's still around, but it definitely said, We wanna go with you. Will you be our boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. What grade is this? This is third, fourth, fifth grade. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. So, man, then, you know, I had to I had to lick back back then, you know what I'm saying? My dad work at the funeral home and you know kids don't know no goddamn better so like i used to have this jig with my dad i used to make this nigga get up early some mornings and go get the limo from the funeral home to drop me off <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was giving him the limo yeah, i was giving him the limo vibes right so, <laughs> so i used to i used to i used to hit him like once a quarter with that shit so my my, my homie next door with me we because i the school went far i went to oakmont you know what i'm saying we live right there on the corner of livingston woodcrest so we used to walk for the most part but on them days, you know, I would have my dad drop me off and, you know, I had my, my, my two little girlfriends stayed up in the same little apartment. And, you know, I told them the one day, like, hey, I'm blowing down the limo tomorrow. Like, y'all should probably be on the corner up there. <laughs> hey. And them hoes was there the next morning on well, time. Was they not going to be there? It was there on time like a motherfucker. You feel me? Like, couldn't couldn't believe it. They like. This nigga really pulled up in the limo, that's like, like, and I tell that that's the story my dad tells to this day. My nigga be like, this nigga told them babes to be on the corner in the morning, and them yeah, hop in, the corner, hop in, bro, hop in, don't mind the dead nigga in the back. <laughs> in the back. I told you, even even when I would pull up sometimes by myself, like my dad, he's so funny, like he knew what the vibe was. That nigga used to pull up and just look at me in the rearview mirror, like, all right, you can get out, like nigga, you better get out and open this <laughs> door. <laughs> wow real nigga all day nah that, that's hard bro like it, that's that's way too early to have like that much thought processing <laughs> like you shouldn't be thinking that way I should but not have been thinking that way just one more time making sure I'm on record bro if that's me I'm keeping them letters for sure I'm sure he got for some more wild shit that I'd have forgot about now I'm gonna have to go back up there and see what, it, what it's doing that's hard hey uh so, last subject of the show, man. I, I do want to make sure we talk about this while this is still hot news. For sure. Uh, like I said before in a previous episode, man, women are fucking killing this year, these last few years. Uh, I know I'd be on my misogynistic shit for the show, but I got to give it up when, when credit is due, man. Women are fucking killing it out here, bro. Like, uh, this might be a little awkward to bring up right here, but uh, the Cardi B and Offset divorce. Okay. A little uh, awkward. We're here now. Cardi B is hard, bro. Like, she is everything we thought she was. What do you mean? I'm sick of you. Well, already. so in, in the divorce paperwork, I don't know if you are up to speed on the most recent news on it because there was Not a little always. bit of talk floating around that uh, she wanted full custody of culture and all of that. Well, come to find out, her lawyer put that in the paperwork, and she didn't want that in the paperwork at all. Okay. So she went back and told her lawyer she wants her paperwork amended to give Offset 50-50 custody. Okay. So that's a clap it up moment right honorable, there. Honorable, for sure. That's honorable. Honorable as fuck. She said, no, no, no. I'm not about to paint my baby dad, ex-husband out to be some unfit parent. He is more than fit to take care of that baby. And she wants Offset to have 50-50 uh, joint custody of the child. And not only that, Wes, she put in the paperwork, she don't want no child support. Oh, all right now, Cardi. This is what I'm saying. Let, right now, Cardi. for the queen. Right like, now, that's Cardi. queen shit right there. And 
I know it sounds like I'm being funny on some like petty ass Maury child support shit, but as men, we are always, when it comes to child support, saying when it don't make sense or when women are abusing the system or when they're like gouging a nigga and making it to where a man is unlivable behind child support. I think it's important that we clap it up when a woman is sensible For sure, about but- child support because- I ain't here to count nobody's pockets, but Offset, Cardi B, neither one of them need child support from me. Right. Either one. Right. And I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to take it away from Cardi B and you giving her her props, but let's clap it up for um, Offset too. Cause I, I, even though apparently he's fucking up somewhere, apparently he don't be fucking up when it comes to his kids. And mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, and, and, well, and that's for sure. But I think in the position that Cardi is in, I think, you know, with, with her, you know, us giving her the props for being so real and, you know, her saying she don't want no child support and shit like that. I think it's a testament to how he takes care of his children, you know, because if he did anything or, you know, if she had to always tell this nigga she need this, she need that to go do this and go do that, then I think, you know, that that might be a thing. But I think because he take care of his kids and she know, like you say, because don't neither one of them need the shit like you can't tell me that you can't afford what the baby need or that you can't get what the baby need because that right. shit don't make any difference. But ain't no point in putting these people, you know what I'm saying, in our pockets, you know, for real, for real. And that's really I all the people in the system out. and all of that. Yeah, we don't want them people in our pockets for real, for real, because we could do so much more without them. We can sort this out. Yeah, we can sort this shit out. Yeah, I, I just thought that was really dope, man. Like, not to get on some corny shit, but it's just like, it fit and now it's still early in the game and a yeah. lot can happen. But so far it just feels like a really clean, respectable yeah. breakup. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, you don't like, see that often anymore. To keep it with the honorableness with Cardi, like that's really kind of the epitome of what child support is supposed to be for. Child support is supposed to be for the parent who needs, needs help. Who needs help. You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially if y'all can't work it out outside of that system, like it's for the parent who needs help. Cardi yeah, knows it's not also be like an extra source of income. And that's for a lot. Start a lot a of t-shirt business, Make yeah. Pockets. But even still, a lot of and that you know, it might be we might be speaking out of time. We might need to speak to a woman about it. But like you know, some I know some women go right to that if they're not with the child's father. You know like what I'm immediately. saying? Before you even discuss, well, yeah, try to figure something. Like I, I've always felt like there should be a discussion first. We should try to figure it out amongst ourselves, and then if you're not holding up your end of the bargain, then we now go. I need that's like calling the police in an argument, like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like if you and your wife are literally just having an argument and she just preemptively calls the police and nothing right. happens. Like, what are you getting third parties involved for? Like, me and you might be able to figure this out. Now, I do understand there are cases where maybe two, the two bunt heads and y'all can't even have a civil conversation, let alone figuring out finances. Right. I get stuff like that. Right. But sometimes it happens when I know people who them and their baby mom are civil and co-parenting and coexist and they're still on child support. Right. That's crazy. Like, why? Like, yeah, you know crazy. what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, like, I know something, like, you can literally come over my people's house for Thanksgiving and you got me on child support. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> right, you can pull it out of me. You got a key to my house and I'm on child support. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's some ill shit. So it's just like, I don't know, man, like the abuse of the system is nasty. And I just wanted to definitely take like a minute, even with our little show to highlight when somebody's doing it right. You know, for sure. I mean, but, you know, outside of that, I guess let's keep it here for a little while and keep it dipped. Like with the with the rumor swirling around about, you know, offset cheating again and maybe even potentially having a baby on the way. Like as a as a married as a long tenured married man, like how do you feel about that? You know, I mean, 
I mean, just him, period. And the, you know, he's he's been in and out of the shits, but you know, I guess, um, and and that's you know, kind of the answer. But he's been in and out. Like, how much? How much is too much? I guess you know, and maybe from your perspective. So okay, I'm I'm going to dot 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 this because sure. this is a whole other subject. Yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. Obviously, in the fourth quarter, but let me just say this: speaking to offset situation as a long tenured married man, as you so, so graciously put it. For sure. Um, marriage is not a perfect thing. Right. 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 The concept is not a perfect thing. People aren't perfect. Right. People are going to make mistakes. Um. It's up to you individually and y'all as a couple to decide what you're going to tolerate and what you aren't going to tolerate. Everybody's rules, I believe, should be different, right? Like what works for this marriage over here and what this marriage doesn't tolerate, I feel like should be different from every other marriage, right? Right. So I'll say that to say, although cheating is a horrible thing, I don't think in all cases it's the end-all, be-all. Now, I'll say this to Offset and Cardi B's situation. They ain't been married long enough, fam. Like, like, not trying to be funny, but it's just like, dog, you got to have a a lot more time in, a lot more... There's got to be a lot more to lose if you're expecting Cardi B to put up with think, all of this. I think in the um in the in the stature that they're in and the magnitude of which you know everything that they do separately and together you know is kind of put under a magnifying glass. This is the same situation that got him into the marriage. Honestly, you know what I'm saying like he fucked up. He went and you know ru- ruined the big oh, stage oh, show. Oh, yeah, ru- yeah, ruined the stage show. Like you with that. Was you with him going and doing that? Like, I, I know you got to get your babe back. I, I get you got to do something crazy to get your babe back. I think, I'm gonna, I, think I'm, I think I just might have filled up the green room with the with the flower. I, th- I think I would have done something extra in order, you know, besides stopping her show. And I didn't dig the fact that he was up there looking like he was dressed like Elvis. Uh, maybe I he didn't, didn't like that. I, maybe I, he didn't I, mean I would have respected the, as soon as she got off stage move. As soon as. Yeah, I would have expected some, Bob, some Bobby Brown type shit for sure. Um, but to to interrupt her on stage, I, I, I didn't really dig that. But again, this is this is what got you into this position. So to, to be back here like not too long later is kind of trash. I also kind of feel like it puts pressure on her to say the quote unquote right thing in front of a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It makes yeah. it not look so soft if she goes, nigga, get the fuck out of my face right there into the mic in front of thousands and thousands of For people. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It, so it creates a thing. Yeah, it's, it's like trying to get a first kiss from a chick on camera. Like, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like putting a camera in her face and then going in for the first. Yeah. It's like, well, don't pressure me like that, bro. Like, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, that's basically how I had my first kiss, but whatever. <laughs> I think I got pressured in the hallway on Valentine's. Yeah, and one no think for sure. Valentine's Day, peer pressure from a bunch of kids in the hallway uh, to kiss a girl that I had just started dating the day before. Oh, wow. Now, and then, of course, like you got to kiss her and then run into the art room real quick. Yeah, nah, this is, this is, a, um, I don't even remember what day it was, but it was, um, the, the people in our grade. This was sixth, seventh grade. I can't remember. One of them, sixth or seventh grade, but like our classmates were just on trash that day and they were mobbing all the couples. Like, you're going to fucking kiss in front of us and you're going to like it. And Jesus. We just so happened to get caught. Cancel every kid in that class. That is, uh, <laughs> That's sexual pressure. And 
I want the Twitter handles of each and every one of your classes. Jesus Christ, I don't have them. I'm not on there. All right, well, well, we'll take some time after the show to get all of that worked out, man, so we get them the fuck out of here. It's been another week of the Dipped in Butter program, man. I've had a wonderful time. I'm glad to be sounding better this week. Maybe not perfect, but better. Better. Uh, I do want to take a second to just apologize to all the listeners' ears about last week. My audio was fucked up. But just sleep knowing, rest assured that it bothered me all week. I don't know if I apologize for six months worth of bad recording. My nigga had one episode and he is giving disclaimers. Like it's like it is like it was like the the night Kawhi Leonard had in game seven, bro. Like I know he's tossing and turning right now. So he's, he's I couldn't wait to get back in the gym. I'm just glad there was another game for me to play. So uh, my name is Cat Man. Uh, check this out. Y'all can check me out on twitch.tv slash Dick and Butter Program. Go ahead and follow me on Twitch, man. And uh, your phone will get notified when I go live on Twitch, man. And we can talk about the show. We can talk about rap. We can argue over sports, man. Uh, we got a nice little uh, nice little group of people already. So uh, join the group, man. Get in there and argue with us, bro. Yeah, man. Make sure y'all go ahead and follow that shit. I tapped in the other day. I saw my man had the uh, the old uh, minstrel show cartoon rolling on that thing. Like that? I was proud. Um, you know, I, I followed along. So make sure y'all ch- uh, check out the Twitch. Make sure y'all follow the Instagram uh, Dipped and Butter Program. Making sh- make sure you uh, send us an email Dipped and Butter Program at gmail dot com. Uh, all of that good shit. It's me, your boy West No T, aka Elmer Young. You play a pot in the PODNA at Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, though. Yes, sir. Like I say, each and every week, please take a moment to check up on your strong friends, man. Shoot them a text. I don't got nothing funny to say right there this week. Like, just seriously, just do it, man. Like, you never know how far that should have gone for real. You might make somebody's uh, fucking day on that, man, for sure. True, indeed. And uh, at the end of this week's show, I want to give two shout outs. Um, The first being to Lil Uzi Vert. Because I always see little Uzi Vert pop up in videos with regular people just doing some real regular dope shit for him to be, you know, the star that he is. So I want to make sure that Lil Uzi gets his flowers right here for no particular reason, just because I see it so often. I feel like somebody needs to recognize it. I and like that. Second shout out goes to my man over there, Welsh Three Photography, the man hey. himself. Uh, who I like to call Burns by. Two weeks ago, I didn't have a computer to my name. This week, I have two. We'll never stop potting on you, bitch ass niggas. History has <laughs> fuck with me though. Shout out to Burn Man. Hey, shoot us an email or something, bro, so we can shoot you through a official dipped in butter care package right. or something as a thank you, man. But uh, we'll catch y'all next week, man. We appreciate y'all fucking with us. Yep. Yes, sir. Come on, baby. Let's go get dipped. <laughs>